Tony on the track. Blitz coming. Fitzpatrick throws. Touchdown. What it do, baby? It's the boys, Nick Aparado and Sal Siciliano. We're here bringing you all on all fins, and it's two a week. We try to bring the energy this week, but we both kind of getting over colds, and Sal's still sick. But we still got some good content for you, so let's check it out. So you're sick this week, and I'm not. Nick got me sick. Over the over the mic last week. Yeah, we we live like an hour away from each other. So, dude, I was looking at this thing, which you know the picture that it breaks down, like uh, what game you're gonna get on TV locally for free. Yeah, and it looks like you're gonna get the Dolphins game on TV, and I'm not. No way. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I tweeted it out actually today on our Twitter, um, but it, or like I replied to it, but it. It, like, cuts off right in Rochester. It looks like it goes up north, like, towards Ontario. But I, you, you're you either going to be right on the cusp or or in. I'm going to see if I could. I'm going to see if I could look at the schedule right now. Real quick. Oh, man. Here he goes. That's important. I mean, I got NFL signing tickets, so I really don't care. But anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all right to stream it, but um, the problem being... It's like 10 to 15 to seconds behind usually, at least. Maybe even like a minute sometimes. Which channel is it on? Uh, it's Fox. Because the away team gets the coverage. But anyways. I'm going to tell the people what we're going to talk about while you're uh, getting excited over seeing Tua. So we're going to go through some free agents. Or not free agents. Trade deadline options for the Dolphins and possibly some teams that might affect the Dolphins this year. And then we'll uh, preview a little Rams and Dolphins in a Tua Bowl. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm going to let you do your thing here for a second. Hope you guys are doing good while sale. Um... Oh, that's oh, Thursday. Why is Fox putting on Thursday's game? Is that I new? think they do. No, I think they do sometimes. Do they? I think, well, it's usually on NFL Network, but it, yeah. the the people who um, broadcast it are different every time, depending on who's playing. There's two NFC, two NFC teams are playing. But anyways, I'm just gonna. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm coming to your house. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I got NFL Sunday ticket. I don't care. That's lit, though. God. You get the first two game. Man, I don't have to stream it off the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that was the reaction I was hoping for to put these people through the the wait of you well, searching. I, I messed up the channel at every start. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Sal gets to see Tua. He's excited. He doesn't have to stream it off some. What website do you use? I use uh, Buff. Oh, Buff Streams. Yeah, they usually, usually yeah, works out pretty good. 
Yeah, the cold. They used to have a Reddit thing, right? It was like Reddit yeah, NFL, NFL Reddit. streams, and they yeah. shut it down because yeah. they're prudes. So I'm just scrolling through some possible trade deadline names, and a few that pop up to me offensively. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's not gonna happen. Do not even. There's no way because if two goes down, or is not like I doubt they'll pull him even if his play is terrible. But I can't imagine they would they would trade him. That would just be stupid. Well, yeah, I mean he knows the offense just as well as anyone on that team, if not better. So yeah, you know, keep him unless he like requests to be traded and like asks. You keep no him. To, yeah, I don't think he would. But you he's keep him. You keep him to help Tua. You keep he's him to help retired Tua. already. <laughs> um. So, I, Sam Darnold. Do you think they trade Sam Darnold in hopes that they're going to get Trevor Lawrence? Because what happens if Trevor Lawrence sees that he's going to the Jets and he doesn't come out? Um. You know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they do. I think Adam Gase and the Jets. You know, I don't know what the Jets are doing because I don't know how Adam Gase still has a job. Um, and if Adam Gase still has a job, then I think Sam Darnold still has a job for this year. I think that well, they're I mean, just going to keep them both and then just say F it and fire Gase at the end of the year and get whoever they want in the draft at quarterback. Right. But, I mean, like if you trade him to Dallas or if you trade him to <clears> – <throat> Washington, or if you tra- trade him to any, basically anybody in the NFC East, because they are horrible. That's the worst division in football. Um, he he basically start day one. I mean, Carson Wentz is like, uh, yeah, he sucks. I I really don't like Carson Wentz. Everybody's on like a Carson Wentz is is the goat for some reason, and I really do not like him. Like yeah. I do not think he moves the needle for the team. You know, I th- I think he used to not get a lot of credit that he deserved. And now I think people are bashing him. I do like Carson Wentz, and his play this year hasn't been great, but, like, he hasn't had anyone around him. Everyone's hurt. He has no receivers. How about when they won a Super Bowl? They were going to win that anyways, clearly, because they won it with whatever they – yeah, well, okay, so they that they proved it. They could win it with anybody, anybody at quarterback, because Nick Foles is not good. Okay, he's not good. He wasn't good in Philly the first time. He wasn't good in St. Louis. He wasn't good um, in Philly after he won the Super Bowl when Carson Wentz was still recovering. He wasn't good in Jacksonville, and now he's not good in (coughs) Chicago. Nick Uh, Foles is not good. You forgot about that time he backed up in Kansas City for a year or two? Did he? Yeah. See, I don't even care. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. Like that. I'm ninety-nine percent sure. I think so. Jordan Howard is going to get moved, and I think he might go back to Philadelphia. That's the only place that really makes sense because most teams are, like, loaded at running back. And it's not that yeah, Philadelphia is not loaded at f- running back because Miles Sanders is, you know, probably top 20 running back in the league, maybe even higher. And they got Boston Scott and everything, but he had success there. You know, I just don't know. I, I could see him going back to Chicago. I mean, I don't think that would be a bad fit either because – you know, David Montgomery is pretty good, but, you know, I, I don't see him being here long-term, and he can't be happy being a healthy scratch two weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the year, it looked like Howard and Breda were going to be the one-two punch, but as of right now, it Lightning like, and thunder, dude. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. 
<laughs> uh, but it's been it's been pretty much Gaskins. We thought it was going to be split between Bereda and Howard, but it's pretty much been Gaskins, and then a little bit of Bereda and a little bit of Patrick Laird. I dude, Patrick Laird has like three snaps this year. Yeah, but I thought I've seen him. I've seen him. All right. I, I've I thought that Jordan Howard was going to ball out this year. I did too. I thought that he was going to. I thought it was really going to be a grounded pound. And just power it up with the signings and the additions we made on the offensive line, especially on the interior. I thought it was just going to be a bully fest, but I was wrong. I also like Miles Gaskin is is playing well, but he's not going to be a bell cow back for us for years to come. That's my problem, and I don't think that Jordan Howard would be either. But I think Matt Breida needs to get more touches. I think he needs to be touching the ball 15 times a game. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see he's Matt get the to, ball more, especially out he's in the open to break field. That, yeah, he's, he's liable to so break fast. something every time he touches the ball. I think I think he I agree. I think he does need to get the ball in the open field and I'd like to see him get it more. I'd like I'd like to see him split a little more carries between Gaskins and Breda. I mean, Gaskins has been playing pretty good and a lot better than I think anyone expected. But I would I would like to see Bray to get in there a little bit more, diversify the backfield, split it up. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I don't I don't know. I really don't understand it too much. I guess like, you know what, Breed? I mean, uh, Gaskin reminds me of exactly what Mark Walton was for us last year, because remember he, when he became the like r- running back number one, he had a couple of decent games where he he. Rush for sixty yards, have forty yards receiving or whatever touchdown maybe, and that's exactly what Gaskin is. But I want the JJ Ricky Williams like Travis Etienne put one hundred and fifty up any day with a couple touchdowns, and you know that that's what I want at running back because that's my favorite position. Running back and safety are my two favorite positions. So, um, I really hope that we go after somebody in the draft. I don't really even know if there's any like big name free agents, but I'm not even interested in a free agent. I'm not interested in paying a running back big money in free agency. I think there's too many good running backs that you can find in the draft. And you don't even have to find them in the first round or second round. There's a lot of running backs in the league right now that are fourth, fifth undrafted guys, you know? So um, running, running back's a weird position nowadays. Yeah, you they really even paid. They can be replaced. Yeah, Easily. it's like middle linebacker. It's like yeah. quarterback, quarterback, left tackle, edge rusher, end. Yeah, edge rusher. Yeah, and corners. Those are the people that get paid. Yeah. The big um, money positions. Now, position on the only position on the offense that I think Miami may go after is wide receiver. Um, Devontae's beat up. Preston Williams has had one good game this year um and really beyond that you jakeem you can't count on isaiah ford's got steady hands so i really like isaiah ford um but he's not he's he doesn't move the needle for the team like he doesn't like turn you into a playoff contender so i don't really like there's not a name that jumps out to me marvin jones from the lions i doubt i don't see that really happening john ross from the Bengals. I mean, he's fast, but what's that? You know what I mean? Like we already that, got that. Jakeem. Jakeem's fast. Right, but he – I dude, I, I'm almost to the point to say, like, Jakeem is going to be a kick returner. That's it. For whatever team he goes to next, you know, 
Like, I don't know. Brandon Cooks is, is probably going to be available, Will Fuller, but he's injury prone. Um, A.J. Green, um, which I did see A.J. Green maybe going to the Patriots, which is uh, not not ideal for 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 us. <laughs> no. I, but, like, I don't know. The way Cam Newton played, it doesn't matter who they have a receiver. The way he played last week. Oh, he's so bad. Oh. He's so bad. Doesn't matter who they have a receiver, but like, I mean, you trade for AJ Green. What's he really gonna do? Like, what benefit is that gonna bring your team this year? You're, yeah, you're, it, you might it, not even make the playoffs. AJ Green's not a young guy that's gonna come in and just be there for the next five years. Like, he just hasn't. It doesn't turn them into a playoff team no, this year. No, unless you get him for a seventh round pick, then sure. But I think the no, Bengals but, are gonna want a little more. And and not even that. If you're gonna go and get rid of Stephon Gilmore. Which I don't even know if this is true, but somebody said that like his house is for sale and all this stuff. But they said that about they say that about players all the time. But if you're gonna get rid of your defensive player of the year, then you're not gonna go buy somebody on offense. So I really don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't I don't see the Patriots making any moves. No, I, I think line. the Patriots are probably gonna be a seller as well as the Jets are gonna be a seller. And I could see Miami buying on defense really. I don't see them. Unless they find a wide receiver cheap, I don't see them going after offense. But defense, I definitely uh, nose tackle. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bobby and, and Eric Rowe are playing good, but if some safety popped up, I wouldn't mind that. And some and, and a running and a linebacker for, you know, that's good in coverage and good in the run game. If that came onto your plate, I wouldn't be mad about that. But in a rusher or. Um, a nose tackle, I would be happy, happy as hell about. And two names that I have seen are um, Don Terry Poe, which might end up just being a free agent sign. You might not even have to give up anything for him. And I just saw Ryan Kerrigan from the Redskins. Now that's that's um, something football that's, team. Ooh, ooh. All right. Ouch. We have to start it over. Oh no. I don't know the Washington um, pigskins. Is that is that better? Oh God. Um. Well, yeah, the Washington football team. I mean, their their defensive line is stacked. We talked about that in the off season. Yeah, They're, it's stacked, and they just obviously spent the second overall pick on um, on Chase Young. So Ryan Kerrigan, he's thirty two years old. Um, you know, even if they got him for the rest of the year because they think they're going to make a playoff push and maybe he balls out and we give him a two-year contract or something. I would not I would not be upset about that at all. No, and another name I saw uh, on the D-line was Malik Jackson from Philadelphia to the, to the Dolphins, um, which would, you know, beef up the defensive line because I think the interior of the D-line can be helped out a lot, uh, especially with Godshaw going out. Yeah, and um, one more note on Ryan Kerrigan. Brian Flores was his former linebackers coach. So, uh, where maybe um, New Wash. England, I guess. Ryan Kerrigan was in New England. Ryan Kerrigan. Oh no, was no, never I'm reading. I, no, no, I read. I read that wrong. I read that wrong. It says being a former linebacker coach. I thought you know I'm reading it really quickly, and it says. Like I thought, it said f- former linebackers coach, lineback. For you know what I mean. I, that's why I read it like that. But 
anyways, I mean, I just, you know, somebody to somebody on the D line is gonna. I would be surprised if if they don't, you know, get somebody on the on the defensive line this year, this trade deadline. I would be really surprised. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd be that surprised if it doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, Zach Sealer is playing well. Yeah, with the, I was just going to say, with the young talent that Miami has right now, Raekwon Davis, Zach Sealer, like, I think... He's not I mean, playing good. Raekwon Davis is not... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Raekwon, I mean, he's not playing good, but I, I think, you know, with the young talent that Flores wants to see what he's got a little more and, and give those guys more of a chance. Um, but I don't, I don't rule it out that we get a veteran presence on the defensive line or on the uh, edge of the D-line, interior, outside... Yeah, no. I mean, if they're gonna put two in right now, they, you know, and they're and they're doing it for the spark, you know, maybe that is. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's talk about Xavier Howard trade rumors real quick, because I think sh- Omar Kelly is a clown. They shut that down. I know, I know, but still, they kind of shut it down. Basically, they said. We're not shopping him, but we're listening to offers. I mean, which I mean, there's no player on the team you would not listen to an offer for. You know, I think if somebody said, "I'll give you six straight first round picks or two, I'm sure he's going to wherever they, (laughs) you know, they offer that. So everyone has a price, except for Patrick Mahomes. I think he might. Yeah, you're right. I think he might be the only player in the NFL that would, no matter what you give the Chiefs, he would not be traded. You think Deshaun Watson could get traded? Yeah. I think they do need to rebuild that whole organization. So I I would not be like, that's not something I would be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know what I mean? It would be like one of those things where like, damn, that sucks for Houston fans. But, um, you know, it kind of has to happen at this point. They, Bill O'Brien wrecked, <laughs> like absolutely wrecked that franchise. That, uh, that's the exact reason you can't have a head coach and a GM all in one. Can't do it. No, because he has nobody to tell him besides the owner to stop. And he was negotiating the own his own contract. So now if you negotiate a contract, you underpay him. The player ends up signing regardless because they just want to play or whatever. Now that player hates you because you are the one, you know, giving them less money. At least when you have a GM, they can hate the GM or, you know what I mean? That's crazy. It's just it's not as common. I mean, like as you would think, obviously, and it just it because it doesn't work. No. I mean, a owner and a GM is fine because the a lot of some of the owners are, you know, the the football mind and can be a GM of their own football team. You know, like Jerry Jones and no, oh my God, you know, Jerry Jones is an idiot too. Yeah, but I mean, okay, I agree. I uh, Mike McCarthy, awful hire. He needs to get fired before oh, the man. end of his first season. Oh man, but, like, I can't Robert Kraft, it, like I, I can didn't do think, it. I didn't think Mike McCarthy was going to be a bad owner or a bad head coach <clears throat> for the. For the Cowboys, but holy cow, they're a Jason Garrett could dumpster done a, fire. Jason Garrett could have done a better job with that team this year. Yeah, they would have more than one or two wins, whatever they have. It's bad. He just is not the fit for that team, and it's it's a purely coaching because they have a very talented roster, and they were not awful last year, not as bad as they're doing this year, and 
it's just definitely not working. Like, if I was Jerry Jones, I'd be like, I effed up. Let's fire him, and let's get somebody else in here next year. The Well, Dak was putting 30 points a game up, like, no less than 30 points, and they were still losing. That defense is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, horrible. That's like a Dolphins defense right there. Like, I, am I the only one that sits there – like I need to, I need to know. Am I the only one that sits there? And it could be third and twenty or third and two, and I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna oh, get, convert this. I, every I do it time. every time. Oh and then, God. and then it'll be us. It'll be us on third and inches, and I'm like, oh, we're not getting this. We're not getting this. See, I have a little bit more confidence in the offense, but or it'll be third and twenty. They'll get 18 yards, and then they'll go for it and and get the first down or fourth down. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so, Xavier Howard is not getting traded. That was crazy. The, the dude has the most interceptions in the league since two, 2017, and he missed 15 games. That's a ridiculous stat. He also has leads the league this year with three games with a re, allowing zero receiving yards. You know who's number two? Jalen Ramsey. You know who's the highest paid corner in the league? Jalen Ramsey. So, um, Xavier Howard... You know, has had four. Has, has has had a pick in the last four games. He runs better routes than the wide receivers do for the opposite team. It's just it's like ridiculous. Like when this dude's he, healthy and he's out there, he he does not get enough credit. Like people are always like they they hear Jalen Ramsey like oh yeah best corner in the league. They hear Marshawn Lattimore like they hear all these names and it's like Ooh, I haven't heard that name in a minute. He he fell off after his rookie year compared to his rookie year. Yeah, but like. If you ask somebody like top corner, I guarantee they're saying Marshawn Lattimore over Xavier Howard. Yeah, well, Stefan Gilmore too. But yeah, you know what Tra- pisses Tra- me Davies off? White. Yeah. Okay. So you know what pisses me off? I see a list, Fuck and the it's Bills. like the. <laughs> 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 oh, it pisses me off. There. Yeah, Rona. Uh, because you see a list of the best cornerback duels in the league, and then I see Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are two or three. Okay, I get it. Marlon Humphreys and Pat, or Marcus Peters are one. That's a that's a solid crew. They're saying two is Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is pretty good, but he's not the like the sum of Stephen Gilmore and J.C. Jackson is not the sum of Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Get out of my face with that, please. I would put them tied for first with with Baltimore for the best corner See, duo in the league. I don't even think Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey are – I mean, they're really good and they're a solid duo, but, like – You know what makes I, I, a difference for them? Their de- the rest of their defense and that right. team. Right, exactly. If it's they solely got, They got crazy good them, D-line, crazy good linebackers. And their safeties are usually really good, too. I mean, Earl Thomas. Like, come on. He's not there anymore. I know, but last year, this most of those rankings are based on last year. Because if they're based on this year, <coughs> Miami would probably be one because the only person that's allowing yards on the defense right now is, is fucking Nick Needham and Noah Igbenogny, and he barely even played last week. I, or not last week, against the Jets. They've been, like, rotating. Like, I'll see Nick Needham out there one game, and then next game it'll be Jamal Perry. Nick Needham is good for one fucking penalty per drive. He's ass hurt. He's having because a sophomore slump. He's ass hurt because he got his job taken by an all pro corner. That's the problem. 
I still like my man Nick Needham, all right? He's going to come back. I don't. I have nothing against him. I have more against his mom who c- c- complains on Twitter like Minka's mom. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm apparently not... his, yeah, his, her name's Sharon Needa, Needham, and she, she's pretty active on Twitter, and she'll like tweet back at people and reply and stuff and follows a bunch of us. Um, but she complains on Twitter a lot. About Nick Needham not getting enough playing time? No, I think about people talking shit about Nick Needham. Oh. <laughs> Which, I don't blame her, you know what I mean? Whatever. All right, so, may or may not make a D-line move. Probably won't sell anybody besides Jordan Howard. Maybe wide receiver. I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're looking at this team and where upgrades could happen, uh, D-line, I think, is number one. Wide receiver is number two. And I personally would like to see – an, an interior linebacker with Jerome Baker, somebody that could play with Jerome Baker, be a three-down guy. I mean, you got Atlanta Roberts and Kamu Guger Hill who are in and out, in and out, and in and out, and Kyle Van Noy can swap in there and do a decent job covering. But I'd like to see another like another Jerome Baker out there, another guy that's solid like Jerome Baker. Wait, can we talk about Neville Hewitt for a second? Do you remember do you- him? He's on the Jets now. He's their starting middle linebacker, yeah. and the motherfucker is huge. Yeah. He was not like that in Miami. No. He is huge. He had to make a I saw him decision. The team and I was like, oh, my God. Rewards. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Rams game real quick. Um, Tua starting. Tua. Ah, uh, dude, let's hear it. Let's say, let's hear your stat line for Tua for his first career start. Oh, I didn't think about this. You're putting me on the spot now. All right. Yeah, I am. I'm putting myself on the spot. That just popped <clears throat> in my head. Yeah, but I got to go first now. Okay, so Tua, I think he's going to get – I think he's going to get under 40 passes. So I'm going to say <laughs> – What? You, you think? Under 40? Yeah. Yeah. No, really. I'm not. I mean, I mean, I would not be surprised. It's not Joe Burrow who throws the 60 times a game. 40's a lot. I feel like nowadays. I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people would expect him to get like 38. I, I said under 40, but I was gonna go like lower. Like the number I had in mind was 23. Oh, I thought he was gonna complete throw a little more than that. I was thinking like 22 for like 32, 31. I think he's gonna I get just. I think he's gonna get just over thirty. I think he's gonna throw for somewhere between two hundred and two hundred fifty yards. Eh, actually, honestly, maybe a little lot. Yeah, we'll say around two hundred. I don't think he's gonna have a lot of deep balls. I think it's gonna be short and sweet early on. So we'll say around two hundred. Um, I think he'll throw. I think he'll get one to two touchdowns, and I think he might be good for a pick. Yeah, I was thinking like 17 for 25, 180, 220 yards, couple touchdowns, pick or two. You know what I mean? Like nothing crazy, no. nothing like to, nothing to like cry about. But here's what I'm excited to see. I want to see. I mean, he looked fast. I, I would love to see some RPO and some read options with him, um, away from Aaron Donald, preferably. 
Oh, <laughs> I saw your thing. Yeah. Aaron Donald, Old McDonald, Ronald McDonald, McDonald. don't matter, Dolphins by 20. <laughs> that shit was so funny. It's oh, so true. I was dying. You know, I, I think that they really just need to run run double teams on on Aaron Donald. Um, I think that he's probably going to try to stay away. I think he's going to try to exploit Ted Karras. Because I think that Solomon Kinley and Robert Hunt are a good matchup for them because they're big bodies. And I think that he, he – now, he doesn't struggle against anybody. Don't get me wrong. But a bigger body is what you need for, for somebody like Aaron Donald. Um, so I, I really think that he, you know, probably plays a lot of, like, straight-up zero technique um, – if I had to guess, and I, I don't think we're going to get a lot out of the running game. So maybe you're right. Maybe he does throw a lot more than that because they do have a pretty decent um, defensive line. I am. Uh, I'm really excited for this game. Not because, well, not only because I should say, not only because two is starting, but like what you were just saying with Aaron Donald, I'm really excited to see what Eric Flowers can do. I wish I, I wish Austin Jackson was playing. I wish he wasn't hurt right now because I would really like no, to see I, him out there. I saw like he's like a, is he might be like a game time decision? I know he's getting close to coming a back. A few weeks ago, I saw that he was going to be on IR for like more than three weeks. Well, I he missed the bye week was technically his third week. You're right. That's true. Because he because Jesse David Jesse Davis has played two weeks at left tackle and then a bye week. So I think it's possible that he might play this week. I don't know, but I doubt it. I, I doubt, doubt it. it. Yeah, but like I'm excited for Eric Flowers. I'm excited for Solomon Kinley. I'm excited for Robert Hahn. I really want to see what those three guys specifically can do. Obviously, I hope Ted Karras has a baller game and, you know, stands up and holds his own against Aaron Donald. But those three, with the pressure of Donald, especially in the interior with the guards, I'm really excited to see how they can do and hold their own because they've had some decent tests. But what's a better test than going up against Aaron Donald? Right, exactly. So. Th- People were saying, like, why? Like, I think they said on Good Morning America or Good Morning Football this morning, like, <laughs> you know, why not start him against the Jets versus starting against one of the best uh, defenses in the league? Because it tells you exactly where you're at. You know what I mean? If we go in there, if we go at home, lose by 20, and then you know where you're at as far as, you know, because you got to per- – we have the softest game on the schedule besides the Jets is, like, the Bengals at home. That's, like, the softest game we have after that. And that's not even, like, a, a shoe-in anymore. So, I mean, it really is going to tell them where they're at and, and what they're, you know, going to kind of work on for the rest of the year. But besides Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and, you know, like, Leonard Floyd – um, I don't see why we won't have we will have an issue moving the ball. So I think that there's again going to be a lot of double teams on Aaron Donald to try to open up the running game because if we can get the running game going, it's over and that's going to be the key to to a success is getting the running game going. Um, because you know RPO. So if they got to respect the run, they got to they got to be ready for him to kill him with those mean slants. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to sneeze and then I did it. So they've um, <laughs> beaten the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants, the football team, 
and the Bears. Are you impressed with that lineup? Because I'm not. No, I'm not either. They um, should have beat the Bills, but. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think they, they haven't had an easy schedule, but they haven't had the toughest schedule compared to some of these other teams out there. Uh, and I don't think the Rams I mean, are. I think the Rams are a mid They smacked around the NFC East. I'm not impressed. They're 10th in the power rankings this week. Yeah, I, like, again, I just – there's so many holes on that team. Like, you have big yeah. names, but then it they drops. They went all in for Super Bowl. It drops. I mean, their running back is Daryl Henderson hey, and Malcolm Brown. Side note, what about uh the extension to our tight end over there, Adam? Oh, Adam Shaheen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a huge like. I just. Remembered. I like him. I, I actually I think, saw a pop think, up on NFL Network right now. I think we just like need more of him. You know what I mean? Like, I just think we we're so mids at the tight end position, and it's so up and down. Like, I get it. Brian Brian Flores is always going to scheme to the opponent, but it's like tough to see Mike Kosicki go out there for weeks on end to not get a catch, and then he'll go off for 152 touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the tight end's like a weird position for us. But, like, okay, so Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, K-Makers, eh. Jared Goff, eh. He's pretty accurate, but the offense is schemed around him not being able to make mistakes, mostly. He's only got two uh, – he's got two rushing touchdowns and uh, – I don't even know how uh, – s- 12 passing touchdowns. So, I mean, he's having a decent year. But I think Ro- uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods being – Mostly going to be shut down by our corners. You know, Jared Everett is Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby are, are going to be the guys who, you know, you kind of got to watch out for. I, yeah. And like you were saying, but Eric Rowe. Well, I was just going to say that. Like, this game tells you where you're at because you're going to put a lot of emphasis on some of your newer pieces and some of your questionable pieces. Uh, with Eric Rowe at safety, and you could, you know, see what Kyle Van Noy can do against a tight end, and you're going to see what your young and new offensive lineman can do against Aaron Hopefully Donald. He's yeah, it, it's just it, this game says a lot, and it's not going to be a make or break game, but it'll tell you how good this team can be. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? What's your score prediction? Or you want me to go first since you went first on the other one? Uh, you know, I'll take this one. I think I think it's going to be 24-17 Miami win. I like um, uh, 27-21 Rams. I know. I don't want to lie to you guys. I think I think, I think this is a capable game of us to pull So off. so he, here's the thing. Not that this has anything to do, but the Rams are giving four points at, away at Miami, which means they would have been a touchdown favorite in L.A. I just think that Miami struggles against two types of teams in their, like, complicated offenses. You know, like the Patriots is usually a pretty complicated offense, and they usually struggle against Patriots. 
There you go. <laughs> God, it's been like then, right there. It's been bothering and then, me. And then they they struggle against running quarterbacks. You know what I mean? So Josh Allen, Tyra Taylor always gave him issues. So um, I could, I, dude, I, I definitely was like teetering. I don't see why Miami can't win the game. But, you know, I also, part of me doesn't want to get my expectations up too high. I think Miami could go out and win every game every week. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Any given Sunday. So we let's let's run through the schedule for the rest of the year real quick with Tua being the quarterback. And I'm curious to see. So we got you That's got tough a win. to do though. We don't know we don't know what he's gonna be. We don't know what right, he's gonna let's be just like. do the last let's just do the next four games. All right. So we got Rams, Cardinals, Chargers, and Broncos. Broncos. Okay. Okay. So I think it's a win against the Rams. Uh, we go to Arizona. I think that's a loss. We host yep. the Chargers. You know, the Chargers have been putting up numbers, but they've been losing. You know, I think that's a tough one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we lose against the Chargers, and then we yeah, win I against. Th- I think and then we win against the Broncos. I think any way you cut it, they're going two and two over the next four games. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised at three and one, but two and two seems pretty, pretty good to me. But the you next two I mean? games like against that. the Jets and the Bengals, I think those are two wins. Right. Yep. So and the I last mean, if they four go two, are be tough. Whew, that's a rugged schedule, dude. Home against Kansas City, home against the Patriots, away at the Raiders, and away at the Bills on. January third. That's horseshit. No one should be made to play in Buffalo in January. Okay, that's worse than hell. It's t- Are you it's yawning? Are no. you yawning? Dude, I'm tired. <laughs> you you yawned. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I sound gross. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so we got we got. Trade deadline on Tuesday or Wednesday. Is that which day? Is it voting is the Wednesday? So or voting's the third, right? Which is Tuesday. Okay, so the trade deadline must be Tuesday as well. And then we got two of Sunday, and then two of the Sunday after that, and then two of the Sunday after that. Yo, I hope they flex one of these games. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. I think if Miami wins wins this week i would not be surprised if they flex the cardinals cardinals game i think i think it'd be too soon i think if tua and the team is is looking really good after the next three weeks i could see him flexing like a game against like the chiefs or the patriots or even the bills don't do that to us i'd have to be a bigger game i i think the cardinals is too easy the chargers Oh, Ooh, wait, wait, okay, how do we the play Chargers. the Chargers? Four o'clock. Okay, they might flex that one because they got the two the two rookies. That one, They're not going to okay. flex the Bengals game. Okay, I could see I, the, the Cardinals is too early. I could see the Chargers flex. Um, Broncos, you know, one you got to watch out for is Broncos, is Jets, the, Bengals, no shot. No, it's the Raiders game is the one that you got to watch out for to be flexed because they're that – that time is still not released. They haven't they haven't released what time the game is at. Yeah. And if both those teams are fighting for the last wild card spot, I bet you they flex that game. Yeah. 
I just think it's crappy that Miami gets third. Like they have a Thursday night game. That's the only thing. But the problem is every time they get a they get a primetime game they lose. The last time they won a primetime game besides Thursday night was when they beat the Patriots on Monday night. Well, the problem is, it's like we have a really good year and then we get some primetime games and then it's a year and Tannehill gets hurt and it's shit and then we Wait, don't get primetime games. I, can, can I just talk about the fact that the only people that get primetime games are the Eagles? The Giants in the damn Cowboys. They Tell me do. why that is. I need to know why. I can see the Cowboys. I need to know why. I can see why, why? for the Cowboys. Because they're just like America's team. They just have this long history. No, they're not. Buffalo has a better fan base than than, than the Cowboys. Yeah, but it's just like, it's just, it, I don't know. It's That's what if it the, is. If the Bills I'm had not a, saying it's a dome true. and it was 110,000 people that could sit there, I bet they sell out every game. Yeah, but, I bet they do because but of Canada. Would give them a disadvantage. All of New York, I don't think it would. They wouldn't have the snow. They wouldn't have the cold. How many games do they actually play in the snow? It depends. How on many the of year. these? Okay, it depends okay, on the so year. How many? How I many of these the players? Weatherman. How many? How, even if you were the weatherman, how would you know that? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, how many of these players are in Buffalo for four months a year only? I'll tell you right now, it's all of them. So the the cold is not really that much of an advantage. It's just a disadvantage for people like Miami. It doesn't really it doesn't really benefit the Bills like the players on the Bills. It might hurt the play teams they're playing against. So well, that's that, the advantage you know, that the other team has a disadvantage. That's your advantage. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid. Okay. They need to get a dome. They need a dome. I'm sick why, of going why there. You support? Freezing my fucking balls off. It's worth it. <laughs> Alright, that's all I got. Alright, whatever. Peace. Deuce.